0: Welcome back to season three of the On My Heart podcast. I'm your host, Scarlett, and I am so thankful to be back for another season to hear more of the life-changing news of the gospel and learn practical ways that we can live for his glory and look a little bit more like Jesus Christ every single day. My prayer is that this season is glorifying to God and a blessing to you. i am so excited today because Miss Laura Donovan will be joining us. I met Miss Laura through Caitlin. She is a member at Grace Church here in Memphis, where Caitlin goes, and I've only had one phone conversation with her before meeting today, but just from that one um, conversation, she has already blessed me and encouraged me in very real practical ways that I can't wait for you to hear about. I won't spoil it, but without further ado, Miss Laura, welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you so much, huh? was thinking about it on the way over here about what an honor it Mm. it is to be able to share with you what I feel like the Lord has done in my life. So I will start I was raised in a Christian home. Um, My parents which I don't think I mentioned to you over the phone but my parents were deaf so I grew up Mm. in the deaf ministry at First Baptist Church Poplar and and went to church. My dad was very adamant. You're at church every time the doors open. So I did grow up in church, but I remember at, um, 10 years old, I, a lot of my little friends were getting baptized. And I remember thinking, Oh, I need to get baptized. You know, that Mm -hmm. means you're a Christian you get baptized. So therefore I was baptized at about 10, 11 years old, right around in there. And no life change, no mm. fruit, no, still acted ugly, um, wicked heart, all of that at that time in my life. So, um, but professed to be a Christian because I was a Christian. I got baptized, I said mm. my little prayer, you yeah. know. So, therefore, um, proceeding to the days where I was getting at the age of possibly meeting someone dating people getting married and I met my husband Mitch Donovan and we married a, my father wasn't too happy about it because mm-hmm. Mitch was Catholic I was Baptist and I knew that he was an unbeliever because my dad immediately told me that he was mm-hmm. and so but I did in my disobedience of being so called in love mm. I married Mitch Donovan and um, life went on I mean we did great I thought okay maybe daddy was wrong because we're doing just fine but no communication about the Lord no I didn't go to church at that time in my life because I was out on my own yeah so I wasn't made by my parents anymore to go to church so the kind of felt a stirring then of my life isn't really right but it's okay I'm a good girl Mm -hmm. you know I'm doing okay and so anyway um just kind of living my life the way I wanted to at that time then the day came where I had two little girls um Amber and April and there was a stirring there that's yeah there was a stirring there that I thought uh these girls need to be in church. They need to be learning what I learned. Um, scriptures, John three sixteen, Psalm 23, you know, all yeah. these little things that you're taught when you're in in um, the youth group and in the elementary ages. So I um, wanted to take my girls to church. So we yeah. started out at a church in Millington at Shelby Forest Baptist Course. I got permission from my husband because he was Catholic. And I when I married him, I said I would raise my children Catholic so um, he said fine because the one thing he didn't like about the Catholic Church was they didn't have Sunday school Mm. and he thought good for the girls to learn to go to Sunday school they'll learn some things and so went through life taking them to different churches because we started out at one church and once those people kind of started getting into my world <laughs> mm. I didn't want them to know I wasn't a Christian because mm. once they started talking to me about scripture and what God meant to me and things like that boy I, I ran mm. because I thought I can't answer those questions Right, and so um, went church hopping <laughs> yeah. for several years well then we met some friends of ours that were going to Lucy Baptist Church at the time and gosh I met the couple of young men that I thought these are young men that are in the ninth and tenth grade and they love the Lord like they didn't miss church because their parents made them go mm. they missed church because they didn't miss church they wanted to go yeah that's what I'm trying to say yeah and so I thought wow well, I've never met any young men like this before right you know so and the girls of course with these young friends that they had met wanting to go there and but God used that to begin a work in my life I Mm. really do believe that there was a youth minister there that really poured into my children Mm. he poured into me whether I let him or not right (laughs) you know I would go ask him questions about some scripture that they had talked about in a class and he'd say go home and read it Mm. and I think I ain't going to go, I'll go home and read it, but I really won't understand it, you know Mm. what I mean? So I just, um, I was just floating along, you know, I was this professed Christian, and then I talked to my, I had stirrings of something in right, it's just Mm. still not right, there wasn't a peace there, so I go to the pastor there, I talk to him, and he's like, you believe in Jesus, don't you? Yes, you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Yes, I believed all the right things, I said Right, I believed. but um it really wasn't there it wasn't and real was, in your life was not real yeah. I, I was hiding behind it because mm. I wanted to fit in I wanted to fit into and the you knew the world. right things
0: to say right you because you had been brought up in that way knew
1: the right things to say
0: mm.
1: knew the scriptures that you should know Psalm 23 John 316 Romans 3:23 3, mm-hmm. you know the scriptures that oh, I could quote those yeah but as far as anything else forget it Mm. I didn't know it and so therefore um we had what they call a disciple now okay and then that's when I met Jordan Thomas Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Nathan Sawyer was is my son-in-law um he played a big role in in showing me Christ Mm. and um, him and April got married. I might be jumping ahead, but met some people that I. when I look back over my life, I think, gosh, Lord, you have put so many yeah. people in my life to, br- to bring me to Right, be, and yeah, you know God mean? using Just,
0: his people.
1: Yes. And that yes. in
0: itself is so powerful and encouraging that mm-hmm. you don't know how that God is going to use you. It's going to be his power, his saving grace, but he can Mm -hmm. use you to bring light to others. And that is such an amazing thing to just look back on your life, but also to encourage us listening to take that and make that a reality and show Mm -hmm. the light of Christ to anyone that we see.
1: Absolutely. Because there are a lot of us out there that float through life Mm -hmm. and we can put on a good show. We can say the right words. But we don't really know God. Yeah. And so, next thing that happened to me was we, my Amber and Anthony, were in the process of adopting a child from Ethiopia. They were missionaries there. And. and Who's your
0: daughter, Amber? That's my daughter, mm-hmm.
1: Amber. Um, and she called me one day and she said, Mama, I think we've got a child. And excited for them because my daughter was excited and so was Anthony her husband and so she had wanted a child for a long time and uh, so the Lord brought us Ellie well before Ellie was brought home the kids were in Ethiopia to go get her and Mitch came home the night before Ellie was to be home and said I can't do this anymore Hmm. I just can't I feel smothered Everything's Christ. That's all we talk about is Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. We've got two pastors in our family, mm. and I just can't be married anymore. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. I want to yeah. be separated. Well, <laughs> my world came crashing in yeah. because Mitch had been my world. Yeah. You know, I said Jesus was, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was more. Mitch and me being the good girl I wanted to be for Mitch. Wow. I wanted to be the good wife, the good mother, the, you know, everything just yeah. right. And so when that, that came to me, I was like, now what do I do? Wow. <laughs> I mean, how do I do this? Yeah. Um, my whole world, I've never been by myself in my life. I got married right out of high school, wow. so I never was on my own. Wow. And so this was a real big upset for me. Well, then we were going to have to go to the airport the next night. Amber and Anthony are coming in. They don't Mm. know anything about it. Told April and Nathan about it before they got home. But we were at the airport, and here comes Mitch. He's going to see little Ellie, you know. Mm. And so it was a real awkward situation. Well, at that time in my life, did I know that I would be separated for six years? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We were separated for six years. And the first couple of years, it was the up and down. Let's get some counsel. Let's try this. Let's try that. Never divorced because um, I always, I don't believe in divorce. I hate divorce. I hate that. I feel like God hates divorce. I know that there are lots of them out there, but I hate divorce. Mm -hmm. And so... I was determined. Um, I thought, no, if you want a divorce, you're going to have to do it. Mm. So, but God had a different plan in that as yeah. well. <laughs> I mean, and that happened in around 2004, and then in 2008 was when the tragedy came for us that the Lord took Amber mm. to be home, um, yeah, in heaven with Him, and so. Um. Yeah. Um. It kind of put a damper on because Mitch had filed. He was gonna file. He had filed in December. Well, then this happened in January. So it just kind of went by the wayside. Okay? Right. And um, we were too busy dealing with life
0: mm, without grief, her.
1: Yeah. Grief without her. He went through a severe, severe depression time, and uh, really. Um, I had people call me and say, I'm worried about Mitch. Um, I'm like, look, <laughs> I can't take care of him anymore. Yeah. You know? But I do know that right before all that happened, of course, when I joined Grace Church, that was a time in my life where I realized I'm not really a Christian. So yeah. I remember talking to Jordan and Nathan and just being trying to be real. Trying to be honest
0: for the first time. For yeah. the first
1: time, because you're you're at that point where you think tell them I'm not a Christian yeah you know that's horrible what am I gonna do and to finally admit that you think hmm that's a hard thing to admit yeah you know but then um, oh I think I got ahead of myself <laughs> as far as the first time I remember um, John Snyder who was a pastor in New Albany Mississippi Amber had called me and she said, Mama John wants to talk to you. It was about Mitch and our separation. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this pastor wants to talk to me. Because I knew (laughs) John might ask me some questions that I wouldn't know the answers to. Yeah. So we met with him. But the thing that stuck out to me the most is, he asked me a question. He said, I just want to ask you one thing and I want you to think on this. Is Christ sufficient for Mm. you? Is he enough? And I thought, I've never heard that before. Mm. I don't know, you know. But I do know that caused a stirring in me to know that I didn't have Christ. I really didn't. And so um, I think that was kind of the beginning of um, God showing me himself and Mm -hmm. me realizing that I was empty. I didn't have the Lord and um he really did um cause me to want to start knowing this god that i'm this jesus christ that i'm supposed to love yeah you know people say love christ what does that mean love christ Mm. but all of that to say that nathan sawyer baptized me I I knew I was the Lord's. There was Mm. no more doubt. Yeah. And um, I fought battles, fought battles, because I still felt like I didn't have that hunger that I needed to have that you're supposed to have when you come to know the Lord. And so just began to search for things and the fact that— you have not because you ask not. Mm-hmm. So that was something that became real to me, and I began to ask. Yeah, I was like, Lord, I, I need this hunger. I need to understand you. I yeah. need to really know that you're real, you know. Right. And so I do believe he began to use that in my life as well. Um,
0: I was going to say one yeah. thing that was
1: really just amazing about
0: that when you had told me the other day, you know, especially when you just said just now about um you when your husband said he was going to leave you your world came crashing down yeah. because that was your foundation and again mm-hmm. with your daughter dying i mean your it's your child your your yeah. flesh and blood and you yeah. everything is just falling apart and then just the stirring working of the timing of him asking you is, is christ sufficient for you and you finding your sufficiency and foundation in Christ and beginning yes. to search your own heart yes. and and fight the battles of Lord I want to know you I I don't always want to I don't always have the mm-hmm. hunger I should have but I I want to and I want to have my sufficiency mm-hmm. and foundation in you and I think that's just so important and I one thing that you said the other day was in this period about you know, searching to know God, and you knew you needed to read the Bible, but you didn't have a okay. hunger for it. But you told me from what God has taught you that the hunger for the word comes from being in the word. And I thought that that was really profound because um, I've experienced this so many times in my life where I'm just, I'll even tell the Lord, I don't even really want to read the Bible right now. Like, I know I need to. Help me to want to do this. Help me to just wake up and want to do this every day. And, you know, that's not always the reality. But when we are in the word, that's when we come to, we want to go back and we want Mm -hmm. to go back because it is a comfort for our souls. It was a comfort for you dealing with the loss of your daughter, realizing that your husband wasn't coming back in the six years and um, just how that became your satisfaction. And I just think that that was so profound. So if you are struggling with... Mm -hmm having hunger for the word like I have so many times what she said the other day was so um so real it is a hunger for the word comes from being in the word Mm -hmm. and so um I just wanted to ask you about that and about God being your God's word being your comfort in Mm -hmm. um sustaining you in all the times in your life so will you explain just um if you would some of the importance of the word of God in your life
1: well I know that um I shared the other day about Psalm 40, and I think what has God has done with me as far as bringing the Word to, because I'll ask the Lord many times, I'll say, just even put it down in the depth of my soul, I want it to go deep, I want the Word, and I, I, I think I shared with you, I'm not real good at scripture memorization, it just... I don't know why. It's like <laughs> I get so frustrated, I'll read it over and over and over again and it then tomorrow you could ask me and I'd say, Oh gosh, I can't remember but that's why it's important for me to be in the word because if I if I can't remember it, I what comes to light later on is the content of it. I might yeah. not remember it exactly, but the content of it. Right. And This was one in Psalm 40. When I start thinking on, if you're in the Word and you read words like this, He drew me up from the pit of destruction Mm -hmm. out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. Mm -hmm. How would that not make you feel? It makes you feel like... Okay, God, you've got me. Yeah. Because you're gonna take me out of this pit of destruction, and you're gonna set my feet. Yeah. You're directing my steps. Um, one of the scriptures you remember as a child, and I that comes to mind a lot, is um, the Lord is a, a, a lamp into my feet yeah. and a light into my path. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably says, and I think it does say more than just that in that particular verse that's in one Psalm one nineteen I think. But um I think about that every day. If I didn't have his lamp shining in on me mm. and his light guiding yeah. me, where would I be? Right. Where would I be? Wow. Well, um
0: so you're just what you're saying is just the word of God being a reality in your life. Yes. And that's what you started to do. Yes. You started to take god at his word for you and not just a book that you had thought it was all these years but you were going to because in reality you had to have it at that point Mm -hmm. you how else can you deal with the loss of your daughter how else can you deal with your husband of all these years leaving you like you said you can't and Mm -hmm. sometimes um sometimes god takes us to a place where we have to be completely dependent upon him
1: completely Completely,
0: And that is the most safe that we've ever been, is being completely uh, dependent on I Him and His Word. Right now in yeah. my life
1: is, oh, I know that He has His arms around me and yeah. I know that He's keeping me. And um, mm. it's just so good. Yes. it's so He's so good. He's so faithful, even yeah. in my unfaithfulness, you know. And how would I not know that if I didn't get in His Word? You weren't word? in the Word. And then as I'm in that Word, He's... These are his love letters yep. to me, and as I'm in this word, it comes
0: alive. Comes alive, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it does. Through the Holy and Spirit, that is so good. <laughs> and it is yeah. because I know it's not on my own accord. Yeah, I know that it's the Holy Spirit yeah. working in me because He says He abides in me, right? Do yeah. I believe that? Wow. Do I believe that He abides in me? Mm.
0: Yeah. And again, you wouldn't knew that if you hadn't read if John 15. Read you know That's about right. Him, That's about right. us abiding in Christ. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted you to talk about that just to kind of set you up for the next part of your story about you mm-hmm. coming to a place where you were completely satisfied, content, where Christ <laughs> was your foundation, where Mitch was not your foundation anymore, where Christ was your mm-hmm. foundation. And now um, talk about what happened with your husband coming back.
1: <laughs> I'll share that. That's a funny story. And um, I remember the phone call very clearly and Mitch calling And saying, I want you to come home. Mm -hmm. And I thought, home, I am home, you know, Mm -hmm. because I was in my place that I was living in at the time. And I remember just those anxious feelings thinking, oh, Lord, you brought me to this place Mm -hmm. and I'm content. I'm perfectly comfortable. Well, yeah. I'm growing (laughs) in you. So go home. Yeah. You know, to a husband that didn't want me for six years you know you're feeling all these emotions so i remember hanging up the phone and calling jordan thomas and saying jordan mitch wants me to come home what do i do Mm. i'm just i know that jordan could hear it in my voice Mm. because this is what he said to me laura you're not going home tonight and i Mm. said oh you're right i'm not (laughs) going home tonight he said we're going to work through this i'll call mitch Mm. we're going to counsel and And we did all that. Mm -hmm. We went through as if we were getting married Mm -hmm. for the first time. Yeah. Jordan took us through council. We had a little wedding ceremony. Our kids were there. Um, And I felt like, for the first time, I felt like, okay, Lord, I'm giving my marriage to you. Yeah. I'm not giving it to Mitch. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it to you. Yeah. And so... I was real unsure because Mitch still wasn't a, profe- a believer at the time. Mm-hmm. I felt like he he was willing to take the steps that it would take for me to come home and feel comfortable. And that was going to church with me. Because yeah. Jordan talked to him about that. And he did. He mm-hmm. started going to church with me. And then all of a sudden, one day, I felt like on a Sunday, I noticed him and Jordan outside talking. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, what's that all about? Well, he had gone to Jordan and said, I want to be baptized. Mm. And so just it was like, okay, God, does it really happen like this? Just mm. like, you know, all of a sudden I want to be baptized. But I'm going to tell you, um, like I shared with you the other day, Scarlett, it was just, it's been such a beautiful union. Mm. Yeah, do we still have our... <laughs> quirks and earth, yeah. little disagreements or whatever, and but as far as a marriage that I never thought I'd get the opportunity mm. to have, I yeah. would see these other people have marriages that I felt like their husband was their spiritual leader. Yeah. He was guiding them. He was yeah. have, he, they, their husbands would pray with them. Mm. You know, I watch my own daughters; their husbands pray with them and and love them in the yeah. way that I wanted to be loved. Right but only Christ could do that but I think what helped restoring the marriage is realizing Christ has to love me first you know he has to be the ultimate one yeah that is your husband he's your maker Mm -hmm. you know there was a scripture that was brought to mind that time your husband your maker is your husband right the Lord being first yeah and so he, when when that began to happen, that's when the Lord started growing our marriage. Mm-hmm. And now Mitch and I share scripture together. We read together. We do our um, mm-hmm. small group Bible study together. It's really amazing. What an amazing thing! <laughs> wow, amazing.
0: you know. And then, like you had said, the Lord doesn't always work like that, but He did for you. Did it for was me. good for mm-hmm. you. It was good for Him. And that, yeah. and you know, it just reminds me of the lord even creating things and saying it was good how good good. is that Ah. like you said there are always going to be little things (laughs) but you have something better than what you could have ever imagined and you had the desire of your heart which just reminded me of these verses Mm. in ephesians 320 it says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask yeah. or think according to the power that worketh in us you know he had to work in you first before you were the timing god's mm. timing throughout throughout your whole life of bringing this having the scripture being a hope to you throughout your losing your daughter and mm-hmm. him leaving you so that you would find your sufficiency in Christ and then now right. him working in you and Christ being your all and then mm. the lord brought you your husband back and then um not only did he bring you your husband back but he gave you the desire of your heart that you would have a godly husband a spiritual leader and it just reminded me of psalm 37 4 and Mm 5 it says delight thyself also in the lord and he will give you the desires Mm -hmm. of your heart commit your way to the lord trust also in him and he will bring it to pass and one thing that i was reading this um today made me think about it We like to kind of have it backwards, like, okay, we read these verses, we're like, okay, check, well, I'll follow the Lord, and then whatever I want, he's going to give me. As we Mm. delight ourselves in the Lord, and as we commit to him, he changes our desires that are according to his will, and what happened was, you know, you may have wanted to get back with your husband before that, but then you decided, you... Mm -hmm. Then you had your satisfaction and your foundation in Christ to where that was your desire all along. That was what your desire of your heart was. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. just an extra blessing, the Lord gives you That's a right. godly husband and That's one right. that mm-hmm. is um, in him now and you both share the joy in christ and so i just wanted to read that one more time again just to get it in my own mind um delight yourself also in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart Mm. commit your way to the lord trust also in him also in him and he will bring it to pass Mm, just love those verses um but my uh my next question almost to the last question but my next question is just throughout your experiences um you know i i was going to say three things but ever however many The most important things that you have learned about God and his character throughout your experience. Mm.
1: The first thing I would say is that God is love. Mm. I think I learned um, that he is love and he does love me, Mm. you know, that he cares about every little minute detail of my heart. Yeah. Um, I think I used to think that it was for other people, but not for me. Mm -hmm. God loved other people, but why would he love me, Mm. you know? And then he showed me his faithfulness. Yeah. I mean, he's been so faithful to me, even when I was going through, oh, I'm the Lord's, but, you know, hiding it, thinking that nobody knew. Yeah. But God knew. But he still was faithful to me. He still didn't let me go on my little merry way and just fall into the destruction, (laughs) even worse than the destruction I had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? um and then I just think about humility. Mm. Jesus died on a cross for me and humbled himself to the point of death when you think about that. Yeah. And he understands everything about mm. me, you know, yep. he understands me totally. So why wouldn't I humble myself mm-hmm. to? all my boast being nothing but jesus yep. you know yeah does that make sense that's amazing um so I, those things I yeah. felt like were. thank the you the so thing. much for
0: sharing that mm-hmm. um one reason i i always kind of put a different for each season i always ask the testimony question i always ask the verse question which we'll get to in a second mm-hmm. and then i for a third question, I always like to change it up each season, and yeah. I wanted to ask that question about the things that you've learned about God, because at the end of this season, I hope to oh. collect those all those things and just be able to read them off and talk about them. So we th- I think we have a really amazing list going so far. God is love, God is faithful, and God is humble. Mm-hmm. And those things we can both adore about him and worship him for and try to emulate because we're supposed to imitate Christ in all things, right? right. So again, God is love. God is faithful. God is humble. And again, that's one just, it just strikes me again. The fact that I can say God is humble when he has the most right to be not humble, you know, because he is the king, the creator of all things. But it says in Philippians 2 that Jesus made himself of no reputation. He took upon him the form of the servant and was made in the likeness of men. That's the God that we worship. And like you said, he knows everything about us. It's just amazing. We could go on forever but um i just wanted to talk Mm. about why i wanted to choose that question for this season so thank you for and i also want to learn more about god's character so Mm -hmm. i want to learn throughout Mm -hmm. this season about god so thank you for sharing those things with me no Um, greater thing yeah greater hope yes yes to know god like you said to know god and to love him
1: to really so yeah
0: not just yeah. to know the things about him or know the verses to say, but to know him. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we all pray that every day. Um, but for mm-hmm. our last question, yeah. what are verse a, a verse or verses that you would like to share? Did that be your favorite throughout <laughs> your life today, or just something that you have on your heart today uh, that you want to share? This
1: Psalm twenty three, I think, it's always been my favorite. It mm-hmm. became more and more sweet to me, obviously, after I lost Amber, but. Um, well, I say lost her. I didn't lose her. She went home to be with the Lord, mm. and I know I'm going to be there one day and get to see yeah. her again. So, Praise the Lord for that. yeah. Um, but just that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And mm. I love the part where he takes us through green pastures. Yeah. And he restores our soul mm. so we can rest in him. Yeah. And that means a lot to me. So, yeah. yes, that is. Um, How about, do you want to read that whole psalm for us?
0: It's short. It's so good.
1: But it's so good. Um, And I've got it in a different version here. Yeah, read it for us. Um, Um, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Amen. My cup overflows. Yeah. It does. It overflows. Sometimes that is I so like good. Burst. <laughs>
0: that is so good.
1: Scarlet, thank you. Oh, thank Goodness. you. This it's was so such
0: sweet. a blessing to me. I I was writing down in my notes earlier. And again, even though we had one conversation on the phone before this, I already used so many things that, and that you pointed out mm-hmm. um, about just that one quote that you said about hungering for the word is starting with being in the word mm-hmm. and so and you had said something about just being in the word first thing in the morning and sometimes I would wait uh-huh. until later or or whatever and I know some certain kinds of schedules so you want to get it in when you can but just mm. wanting to want that and wanting to feel that and sure. I this week we're just kind of struggling with that, but I was going to do it. I was gonna, especially when you reminded me, was like I've got to get in the Word, I've got to get, That's you know, memorizing all these things. And then I wrote down this morning, and I just praying about that, praying that the Lord would give me a hunger. And then this morning, um, after doing it really in obedience all week, this morning I wanted to be in the Word the first mm-hmm. thing, and I wrote in my journal. Lord, I I wanted it to be in here and not just did it out of obedience, and that was mm-hmm. it was a hunger for it, and I felt what you had said, so I already was blessed by what you have mm-hmm. taught me, and then just about uh, you had said briefly about God answering prayers, and then you had kind of realized, hey, I, that verse in James about we have not because we asked not, so just hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to God with all my requests, all all. My, Everything on my heart, even not even requests, but just things that are on my heart, heaviness, everything. I just want to give it to the Lord. And just Mm -hmm. that being such a blessing, again, Mm -hmm. that you have already taught me. So thank you so much for this. This was really wonderful. And I hope that, um, I feel like I told her, I feel like the theme of this episode was just the value of the word of God. So get in the word, value the word, Mm -hmm. and um, Mm -hmm. just... Want to know him, like we just talked about, to know and love him, not just to know about him, but to know him. Mm. And um, when you do that, the blessings like you said, your cup overflows. Cup overflows. Yeah, and we know that that is his work. So, mm-hmm. um, I just pray that this is a blessing to you today, that it has Mm -hmm. encouraged you and motivated you like it has already done for me. And I'm excited to um, continue on that list about the things that we're going to learn about God and his character throughout season three. So thank you all for listening today. And I hope that you have a blessed one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode to connect with us further, you can follow us on Instagram at On My Heart Podcast, and we love to hear from every single one of you. Finally, I just wanted to leave you with a theme verse of the podcast, which is 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight, and it says, Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord.